Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spooked. The Scary Story Improvised Podcast. I'm Damian Depping. I'm Cody Crane. And here we are on a bright, sunshiny day in the city. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I've uh, had a lot of things on my mind this week. Okay, you don't care about the nice day and the beautiful weather. You don't care about spring being sprung. You know what? I never thought about it, but I suppose I don't. Okay. All right. Well, what's on your mind then, Mr. Downer? (laughs) Well, I've been watching a lot of uh, Bar Rescue, right? Yeah, you have. Yeah, I've been watching uh, Mm -hmm. and uh, the uh, Kitchen Nightmares. Yeah, nothing gets you going like a failing business, huh? Well, I've just been thinking about how many restaurants do you think that we've ate at? Mm Mm-hmm. That would have been shut down by Gordon Ramsay or John Taffer. <laughs> I mean, maybe a few of them for sure, but they don't usually go around shutting them down. No, they. The goal is to help them. I yeah, think. I don't think he just goes in like, "No, nah, this isn't going to work. Shut it down." <laughs> I would watch. I would watch that show. <laughs> Much better show. I'm not going to help you, but I am going to make this business close faster. I think if they were like they're like on Adult Swim where they're like 10, 15 minute episodes where they just go in, they shut it down and there's a fight with the owner as everything is just like pulled out, sold for scrap. Beautiful. OK, Love pause it. the podcast. Pause the podcast. We got a pitch. We got a All pitch. Right. <laughs> but I, I was watching one where uh, they had a for their walk in freezer. Mm-hmm. And I've been thinking about this all day and not telling you because I wanted to save it for the podcast for you. Thank you. Um, but th- for their walk in freezer, they installed just like a bedroom door. What? <laughs> they had like a bedroom door <laughs> as the door for the walk in freezer, the freezer in the restaurant. Are they what? <laughs> <laughs> and there's like no temperature <laughs> marker or anything like that. I mean, I like having my bedroom cool, but not walk-in freezer cool. <laughs> well, he, uh, he, John Taffer was not. Please. I'm sure he lost his mind. I feel like that's the, that's some major violations right there. That's going to get you shut down. He, How did the health inspector not notice this? They don't. They don't. Okay. I guess. <laughs> Welcome to America, right? Yeah, they don't swing around. <laughs> but it's not all about that today. We actually have someone that has insight into America. <laughs> we have actor, we have writer, we have comedian, we have Alana Johnston here. I just want to say, I heard that uh, Toronto went into uh, lockdown, uh, not because of the pandemic, but because Gordon Ramsay shut down all the restaurants. So there was. <laughs> And they thought, you know what? Let's just keep them inside. They have nowhere to go. The restaurants are Is that what happened? That's what happened. Yeah, you got the restaurants. Well, too many doors. Doors on freezers here. Now that I'm hearing all this, the restaurants. Yeah. Me going back? Yeah, you got to shut that down. Mm-hmm. You <laughs> know, I, I used to be a big fan of Gordon, but I don't know if I am anymore. I mean, he probably did save a lot of people by having us stay inside, though. So who knows? I have a real Gordon Ramsay story, a quick one. Can I share it? Yes. Okay, so my husband, fellow Canadian Norm Sousa, name drop, he works for NFL Fox, and he does sketches for the Sunday pregame show. So he uh, did a sketch with Gordon Ramsay that he directed, and they made a big thing being like, okay, he doesn't want to be with the other actors, Um, it can only be 15 minutes, all these like restrictions, right? And Gordon got there, uh, and Norm was nervous to be like, oh God, what's he going to be like, right? 
And Gordon got there and was like, you the writer of this? He's like, yeah. And he goes, brilliant, love it, whatever you need. <laughs> so funny, so nice, got everything in one take. He was mm-hmm. like, a professional and just like apparently the best guy. He was like the best to work with. Yeah, I've always got that impression from Gordon Ramsay. He seems like he's a genuinely nice person. And most of the time you hear those restrictions, it's not the celebrity themselves. It's their like publicists and agents who are like all that. It's <laughs> Like uh, down the street, he came on his lunch break. Like that yeah. is a good guy. That's like, all right, I'll go do this weird football thing on my lunch. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, he's awesome, and I was really surprised to hear that because the whole persona, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Well, he started in sports too. He was uh, he was going to be a soccer player, wasn't he? And then I think he got injured, and that's how he made his way into cooking. Little Gordon Ramsay history there. <laughs> I used to watch a lot of Food Network. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, thanks for having me. That was my big story. It's spooky, and I'll see you guys later. All right, bye. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait, come back. <laughs> um, you you just joined our uh, family here as well. I did Sonar Network uh, with my podcast, Self Esteem Party. Uh, it's the uh, the self help, feel good, funny podcast of the year, and. <laughs> Very excited. Uh, check it out. I interview um, all kinds of uh, comedian guests and we talk about what's up, how we're feeling, what's new and uh, all things self-esteem. And that's it. <laughs> what is up? I'll tell you what's up. So I'm in California, giving the American perspective, as you said. So, or this, right? uh, so I'm in California and, uh, you know, I know you guys are in a bit of a lockdown. We are in a Loch Ness, as in the monster, because everything here is a horror story. Because mm. we are reopening. We do not care. That's it. We are reopening. Uh, Texas has said goodbye to the masks. We're done with that. Uh, California, I'm thrilled. We're at least still wearing masks. But for how long is the question as indoor dining will be resuming? And uh, so it's kind of crazy down here in terms of pandemic. I myself am doing good. One of the reasons I bet you guys have this too is the podcast because it's like the one of the ways I'm hanging out with my friends or like today making new friends. And if mm. I didn't, I think I would be losing my mind. I think I would lose my mind because I'm just hiding away in here. Same kind of lockdown that you guys are in. We just are doing it even though no one else is. Yeah. We're doing and we're following your guidelines. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I uh, love about your podcast, though. Um, listening to it, I was just listening to the Pat Thornton episode. But um, I mean, you're so charming. You're so funny and um, all of that. But it, it's also very like therapeutic and very relatable as well. And I can imagine that it's got to be like quite therapeutic for you during all of this, too. I mean, 100 percent. It's very interesting because um you know, we start off the episode, as I'm sure you guys heard, with a rating of one to 10 of how you're feeling about yourself and self-esteem and whatever. And I had to expand it to say how you're feeling recently in the whole pandemic, previous to the pandemic, because the previous to the mm-hmm. pandemic, pandemic ratings, like I used to be, you know, seven or eight, pretty high up there. And there was months on end, I was a four or less because, you know, <laughs> terrible time right now. So, but it's been really good. I always feel better by the end of the episode when we check back in about how we're feeling because I'm just like, I forgot I have friends and that people like me and I like, 
and I just forgot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it, it's been very, um, it's been very therapeutic, and we're um, sharing like bits of advice and stuff about how to cope. You know, a lot of people have come in with suggestions I hadn't even um, thought of. So that's been really cool too, just to um, selfishly. Um, how uh, the uh, subject matter, um, how much does that mean to, because I know that you also have an album, uh, with the uh, same title. So, um, where has this come into your life and how much does that mean to you? I'll tell you what, first of all, somebody did their research. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) Thanks for the research. Third of all, um, Yeah, basically, I actually started the Self-Esteem Party album, which is all about short little comedic songs, a minute or less, about how I found my self-esteem in Toronto. I started that when I was like back, I mean, what, nine years ago or something like that, a while ago when I was uh, still in Toronto. And um, it started off as just those silly songs. And then it kind of became like a bit of a brand for me because I present myself as such a confident person, even if say I'm not feeling it at the time, which we all, you know, how that goes when it's time for a show, put on your game face type thing. We've all done that. But um, yeah, it kind of became a bit of a like calling card. And then I wrote a live show um, of all those little songs telling real stories in between that inspired those songs. And then I was like, this is fun. I want to talk about this for real, the real stories. And I want to talk about it with everybody. Um, and that's where it came from. So it's, um, you know, feeling good about yourself really means everything to me because as you can see in the pandemic, you cannot rely on the world and external factors to make you feel good because one day, all of a sudden on March 11th, 2020, uh, it's all taken away from you, all mm-hmm. of it. So it's really got to come from within. And um, sorry, not to get too cheesy and tears on your podcast, but it works. If you can feel good, everything will get better. It really does work. Yeah. And I mean, it, it really comes across on the podcast and like, it's just, it, it feels uplifting to listen to it. So um, yeah. Thank you for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Because it was really fun because I've known him for so long, you know, so it's always interesting to like find out a couple new things where you're like, Oh, I have no idea. And then there's a moment where you're like, am I a bad friend, but you got to let that go. because <laughs> <laughs> when they tell you stuff <laughs> <laughs> i yeah i feel like because pat's a uh, past guest of the uh, podcast mm-hmm. as well and i i mean it was just interesting too to uh um hear from him on a deeper level because we, i mean i feel like we're getting actually like a little bit deeper in this podcast but typically we don't <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. like I, I also thought he was on your podcast i did my research too and realized i was like we have all the same friends <laughs> and love all these people so it's about time i got on spooked let me tell you thrilled to be here. <laughs> yeah we've been putting this off for a while but it was we just finally ran you know got to the point where like i guess we gotta get you <laughs> you asked people to come back on they all said no so that mm-hmm. was it i am desperate to get on <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's the thing. We want to create that excitement around it, too. We want we want people chomping at the bit. Otherwise, you know, what's the point, right? Yeah, you've never had a guest on that didn't ask you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've we've kind of went to that point. It was it was we were asking for years. Now they have to ask us. They have to ask you. There's like a whole online application. and mm-hmm. everything. We hired an Internet bouncer who just stands there with a velvet rope. 
<laughs> yeah, it's great. <laughs> he is very expensive, though. I gotta say, oh, online work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he's very good. Very good. <laughs> uh, to uh, go, uh, take a turn here. I want to talk about uh, you appearing multiple sketches now on uh, Conan. Yeah, I uh, very lucky um, for that because. Um, I have a friend that writes on the show and like wrote a sketch that Price is Right one um, for me to be on, which like with me in mind, which was really cool. And uh, that, I mean, Conan's, I mean, it's a fabulous show, but he's really cool. He's, and he's professional. Like he can do this in his sleep. And he um, had actually sought me personally to come tell me that I did a really good job. And he told me to hug him when I come up. <laughs> and he goes, shouldn't she be hugging me? And I was like, I didn't want to touch you without your consent. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, great, you blew it with Conan. Cool, Elena. <laughs> but yeah, that's been really, that was like really cool. Kind of like very nerve wracking, like because you got one shot to get it yeah. right. <laughs> so you're like, um, but yeah, really, really fun. And, and to be on the price, fake, be on the prices, right. Was like, cause they didn't, they didn't tell me, I didn't get a script before. And they're like, okay, great. We're heading over to the prices. Right. And I was like, Ooh, for what? And they were like, you're going to be on it. I was like, excuse me. <laughs> so really cool experience. Yeah, yeah. Cause you got to go on the actual like set and everything. for <laughs> I was there. I was backstage. I saw all the games, like all the sets. Oh, nice. I, I got to go through and like saw Drew Carey and we had one take to get it done because they were real life filming. Mm -hmm. uh, Drew was just waiting at the side and I was like, I, I just, and again, you have to remember really nobody told me. I just showed up, they put me in makeup and we got in the car. So I was like, oh. <laughs> So it was real, and I the one dollar was not in the script. I said one dollar because so I was like, "There's no way I'm going to mess this up. I have one chance to be on the show. I'm saying one dollar. Of course I am." <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it was perfect though. Like you absolutely uh, killed it in that time, and obviously um, everyone thought you killed it because you came back for another one. Yeah, yeah, that is no. It was the very uh, they're good people over there. They're very kind, and uh, I was yeah just thrilled to be there. It was really cool, but. The good old days, guys. <laughs> back when things were open, yes. Back when you could, back when you could get on the old prices, right? <laughs> yeah. Not anymore. Can you imagine packing that many people in a room now? No, thank you. And screaming at the top of their lungs. Mm -hmm. I mean, these guys are nuts. They're like pumping it up in there with the music in between the breaks and everyone's like up and dancing, having like a great time. Oh, Did yeah. Do they just play the the Price is Right theme song during the breaks, or do they put like other pump up music? You know, you know what they play? They play "I Got a Feeling That Tonight's Gonna Be Again." Okay. But it, I mean, it's the middle of the day, but man, were these guys <laughs> like it was the night? Let me tell you, <laughs> that's like wild. Throwing, yeah, for them it was the night, and they were taking it back. They were like, "It's not just the night; it's my night." I like how they just play the same dated Black Eyed Peas song on repeat. It was so good. 
<laughs> well, I mean, that's your jam, though. You love the Black Eyed Peas. I'm a big uh, Black Eyed Peas fan. I know uh, Will I Am, Fergie, Apple D App, and Taboo, all four members. Not a lot of people know all four. So, yeah, didn't know Taboo. That one got me. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm here for the, the facts, fact drops. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You research your guests. You research Black Eyed Peas on a daily basis. You're here. You're in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, yeah before the podcast, I was researching what would uh, Alana possibly talk about. I got to know all the facts about it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Black Eyed Peas. She'll yeah. mention that. You listen to Where Is the Love a few times before. Dude. It's right there in my bio. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but let's dive into a bit of a spookier note here. We got to yeah. know. Do you believe in ghosts? Um, I I uh, believe in energy. So I believe things can be moved. I believe weird things can happen. I don't know if the title of it is ghosts, but I believe like what is paranormal is the thing. Paranormal things can happen. I 100% believe it. Witnessed it. Been there, done that. You've had a paranormal experience. Yes, I have, where a mug flew off the shelf and cracked on my face, and I fell on the floor. <laughs> what? Yes, yes. I'm going to... I'll tell as quick as I can. I know we got to get some other stuff. Um, basically, I had gone on this, like, five or six weeks stint of dropping giant pickles of jars and olives, which I really love. Um, that's why I had giant jars of them. And it just, they would like slop, slip right out of my hands. But I, you know, I didn't trip, nothing. Just like fall all of a sudden and shatter everywhere. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, whatever. So one day I'm with my um, friend. She's at my house and no, I'm at, no, she's at my house. And I go to open um, the cabinet to get us some uh, coffee mugs. And this giant novelty cat-sized mug, that matters. I'll come back to that. that this cat-sized mug, which is on the very top shelf, and pushed back because we don't use it in the regular rotation. I open up the cabinet, regular speed, and this mug just, like, flies off the shelf because it was not on the edge. My friend witnessed it, flies off the shelf. I look up at that exact moment, smacks me in the face, shatters everywhere. I fall to the ground. We were like, what is that? We were like, okay, this place is haunted, blah, 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 blah. Cut to one week later, my roommate brings home this hairless cat that then attacks me and this same friend that was at my house that day. And, and it was a cat mug. And I was like, it was foreshadowing what was to come. We got blood poisoning. Because that, that's what happens when a cat bites you and pierces the skin. We had to go to emerge. And yeah, and get like this crazy shot and our legs, like dark red giant circle kept spreading all up our legs. It was insane. Um, but that's my big like paranormal story because mm-hmm. you, it was a warning. It had to have been a warning. It had to. It sounds like you pissed off uh, some cats and they're just playing pranks on you and they're trying to get back at you. <laughs> I'm making a huge deal out of this. You're right. I picked off a couple of local cats and this is what there was like one on the top shelf behind the mug waiting for you to open it. And it just like knocked it off the shelf at you. And then the other one called his friend is like, bring over the hairless one. Yeah, bring in the ringer. Bring the bring the big guy in. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like <laughs> filing his teeth nice and sharp for you. If anyone's going to make an enemy of a cat, you better believe it's me. Really? Oh, yeah. I hate them. Well, of course. 
Of course, you ever died, in my mind. That's fair. Yeah, That's if your true. opinion wasn't a certain way before, then that would definitely solidify it. Mm. Yeah. I, I think uh, Damien's going into this whole fantasy world because he watches cats and dogs before bed every night. Well, it's a good film. <laughs> it uh, it brings back my childhood memories when uh, me and Papa went to the drive-ins together. And uh, I got to say, it's a it's a comfort movie. Yeah. Every time you watch it, you see one picture cat you didn't see the first time. So mm. you, you got yeah. to keep rewatching it to get all the cats. <laughs> it inspires me. Okay. <laughs> Um, tune in uh, uh, next week when I'm dropping the first episode of my new Cats and Dogs podcast. <laughs> Bark meow wolf uh, hiss. It's just uh, a podcast about the movie, uh, not yeah. about cats and dogs. No, 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 no. I, I'm I am a film buff. I am not an animal lover. And from what you heard in the preview, no guess. It is just you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's going to be the best hour and nine and thirty minutes of your life. Um, No, I have uh, for you today a couple of uh, spooky would-you-rathers. Okay, let's play. Um, I I can't guarantee that they're spooky, but I can guarantee they're (laughs) would-you-rathers. So the first one is, uh, would you rather eat your whole dinner with no utensils? (laughs) Okay. Or have to eat dinner served inside a carved out pumpkin. <laughs> okay. Really good. I, <laughs> I think it depends. Like if, if dinner is uh, chicken wings, easy. I don't need utensils. Yeah. I'm going to say the no utensils because my problem with the pumpkin is um, it, it goes in at the top. Mm. Like back in so i'm gonna have like to have to dip my fork and knife in there but to get the food and i'm gonna have to use my hand anyway plus if it's soup and they have a face carved in it the soup just leaks out the side and that's my biggest problem is the soup surprise that's what's gonna yeah. get and it gets so all over your lap yeah. yeah i am out on the pumpkin for my dinner soup no, he's right. <laughs> i i need to note too that when i asked this question looking at you Alana, you went so serious and we're completely emerged in this. It really stumped me. I've never heard a would you rather that was like so specific. <laughs> it's really good. I'm excited for the rest. <laughs> what, well, here comes a uh, another one for you. And uh, I don't know, maybe this one will also... This one's long, so it might be even more specific. I don't read these over either. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, oh, wait, I think we've done this one before, but it's a classic. So even if we have. <laughs> yeah, classic. Uh, would you rather have to invite your teacher to go trick or treating with you? Mm-hmm. Or spend Halloween handing out candy at a classmate's house that you don't know very well? <laughs> Okay. Okay. Am I choosing the teacher? Um. Yeah. No. Let's let let's say um fourth grade. Fourth grade. Uh, uh, okay. Classmate. What classmate? 
There yeah. we go. Shots fired at your fourth grade teacher. But it's like you don't know the classmate, but you would bond maybe with the handing out of the candy or something fun. Like you get a fun system. Like the teacher, like if it's if you're not choosing, because I liked some teachers, but some I like hit. Mm-hmm. And then all night, and especially like the male ones, and I'm gonna be like, so did you ever have a crush on me? Like, what am I supposed to say? To this? <laughs> I I don't know I don't know if I would ever ask that of my fourth grade teacher well it's the only way to find out so now you'll never know I guess that's true that's true also though just like the I'm, I'm thinking back of like just if like in childhood of being around someone like when you went to their house for the first time, someone you didn't really know, because sometimes you would uh, like hang out with someone for the first time. You don't really know them. Right. And when you're going mm-hmm. over to their house, I remember it being just the most awkward experiences. Like you don't know their parents. You don't know where anything is. You don't even feel comfortable going to the washroom. Yeah. And what if you need a snack? That would always be like my problem, because what if it food that you don't eat normally oh yeah like okay time for dinner i definitely had that happen where i was like what is this like i <laughs> very because I'm, I'm so used to the dinners i have or, or just mm-hmm. at my house that i would go to and that was kind of it just yeah. The they yeah. give you like boiled vegetables and dessert as an apple or a banana and you're like what the fuck like, is this and that's what i'm talking about and you're like this is a plot where's my pudding you know what I mean? yeah that's goddamn right <laughs> i need my snack pack i I also just think back to like sleepovers, too, and just thinking like um, to myself when I wake up, like, how am I going to get home? Right. right. And, and, and it's that awkward thing of like, you want to call your parents at like 6 a.m. to be like, come get me. person <laughs> <laughs> in offend them. So you have to like quietly wait until your parents come and you're like, I want out of here. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a hostage situation. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it felt like at the time, though. And you'd always wake up before them. Yeah, you'd wake up before their whole household. Well, of course you would. It was weird, weird noises. The lighting's off. Oh yeah, you're not sleeping. You know that. Yeah, Come if on. you're not familiar with this place, you never get a full night's sleep. No, no. Too weird. I, it, it just. Yeah. Now I'm thinking about like, I would definitely go the teacher. I just have too many horrifying thoughts about being a kid trying to just go home and get out of the now, situation. Now, wait a minute, though. See, this is this isn't a sleepover at a friend's house, though. It's just handing out candy. So this could be like an hour or two hours or whatever. So you're on the yeah. porch, you're handing out candy. Maybe maybe you're in their living room. And you can eat mm-hmm. some candy and then you can go home. That's not I, yeah. bad. That's not bad. I guess the this the situation where we need to um decide is are we kids right now or uh, are we okay. our adult versions so I we were kids i i did it based on kids no we're adults hanging out with kids is that what you're saying yeah no, what are you, my fourth grade teacher come on <laughs> my girl's is red i'll never tell <laughs> i'm sorry can i ask you or would you rather oh yeah, yeah of course Okay, so this one, let's keep with the theme of kids sleepover that we were talking about, okay? Right. So we're, okay, would you rather, you have to choose one, obviously. Would you <laughs> clog their toilet or pee the bed? Oh, um, so bad. toilet. Yeah. And somebody else, that's what's my thought. Toilet, like, I mean, at least that's where things go is in the toilet. Yeah, yeah. And I think the- it's, 
it, you could ruin the mattress like permanently. Yeah, it's easier to unclog a toilet than it is to clean up a peed bed. Yeah, I agree. Also, are we thinking about like when we're doing sleepovers as kids, often we're like same bed or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. am I on like the floor instead? Do I mind peeing their floor? <laughs> Here's the thing. I don't know where you are, like maybe beside them, maybe on the floor, but either way, you're on a personal mattress of theirs. Like the <laughs> right. actually has two mattresses and yeah. if it is, they took one off or you're sleeping on, on the bed. Right. So it's like a real mattress, not a little fold out real mattress well i'm just gonna say if you're really worried about clogging the toilet you need to learn a little thing called a courtesy flush and that'll save you some trouble especially in a foreign bathroom that's all i'm gonna say kids yeah to all your your children listen (laughs) yeah if you're taking a dump at a stranger's house halfway through just flush it down it'll help we're just so relatable with would you rathers (laughs) like this to them And that's what, you listen to the show. That's what keeps on coming back. It really yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think at the end of the day, though, like if I'm thinking about myself as a kid, I'm not going to take the blame for this. And I can maybe get away with clogging the toilet and people not knowing it's me. Yeah, I can't. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to take the blame if I pee the bed. No, you roll your friend over into the pee spot and blame them. Well, yeah, maybe <laughs> I I tell his parents that he pissed on me in the night or something. Or what you do is you put your hand in a warm bowl of water and you say that he pranked you and then they get them in trouble for making you pee the bed. You, you know, you that's really them. smart. That's really smart about pushing the other kid into the pee because remember, as we said, when you sleep over at somebody else's house, you wake up first. Mm-hmm. You have the advantage. Like you could totally pull it off. Yeah, you switch pants with them too, so they have the pee pants. Okay, yeah. <laughs> this is getting a little complicated. <laughs> I'm not sure about all this espionage. <laughs> and then your friends like, "Wow, my underwear is bone dry, but my pants are covered in piss." <laughs> well, you got to put his little dinger through the little hole. So <laughs> now we're just bone dry. I'm using that to describe my underwear from here on in. <laughs> that that's a new uh, answer to uh, how how are you doing? Uh, well, my underwear is bone dry. That's so right. not bad. Yeah, that's going to be my new podcast. I'm talking it out of saying I got bone dry undies here. <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad. I guess it depends on the situation. Right. <laughs> I think bone dry undies are always a good situation. <laughs> I can't think I of mean, where that would be bad. You know. never know. Yeah, you never know. If you're in a pool and the underwear is bone dry, you're wearing your underwear. That's concerning. You know, you got to ask yourself what kind of ventilation and breathing are we getting here? That's true. Mm, that That's true. <laughs> I, I might see a business opportunity for whoever made these underwear, though. For rubber, rubber undies? I, yeah, stop the podcast. I've got a pitch, right? That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, it. that's what we do. You constantly put things in the middle of your, co- your podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rubber underwear. The bonest of driest. Our our Patreon uh, is just us doing unsolicited phone calls to businesses. Yeah, and us selling the products from those phone calls. Morning radio shows, people go crazy for that people love a great call they <laughs> this is very serious i don't know what you're talking about well i just figured with your new cats and dogs podcast it just right. seems like you've got a lot of podcasts <laughs> well i got nothing else going on this is all i have right now 
Dude, true. I was ready. You could have named any day. There was oh yeah, the one day I wasn't supposed to or that I was gonna do but couldn't. Mm-hmm. And wide open i mean there you go that's the pandemic for you mm-hmm. they're available so to all the kids listening if you want me on your kids beat podcast i am available <laughs> we'll have your email address in the yeah, yeah. Uh, description of the podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. personal one please <laughs> <laughs> We we do have a uh, knockoff podcast of us uh, that I think was a kid's school project. Mm-hmm. And maybe you can go on that one. Yeah, they would love to have oh you my- on. Oh, yeah. Wait, a real knockoff? Yeah, it's like, it's really funny because it's a hand-drawn, like, version of our logo, too, as the logo. That's incredible. That what. Flattery, my God. The the podcast was nothing like ours, though. No, it wasn't. But they did add ads, which I love, too, because <laughs> they added the audio of like the John Ham skip the dishes yeah. ad. OK, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just put that in like the middle of the podcast. <laughs> Should we call John Ham and let him know that someone's uh, using his likeness? No, I, I love this podcast and I All need right. them to strive. That's true. <laughs> Yeah, it's the admirals that are bringing in those listeners. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe they want John Ham to know. Notice me, John Ham. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe they want him on. Could happen. He's got so much charisma. <laughs> <laughs> he does. <laughs> but on that note, we got a story to tell. Yes, we do. We all drew positions beforehand. Darn Alana, do you want to reveal what you drew? I am, and I can't wait to find out what this means, celebrity. Yes. So that means I hit the button on a random celebrity generator. You have to appear at, as that celebrity at some point in the story. Uh, not stricken to that character, but they must appear. So you have four options here, and they are uh, Socrates, mm-hmm. Plato. Oh, this is a philosopher round. Reese, Reese Witherspoon. Like I said. And Jennifer Love Hewitt. <laughs> well, we got two okay. classics and two modern philosophers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, all right, Jennifer Love Hewitt. <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right. All right. I mean, those two, you're really throwing people for a loop on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And uh, Damien, what did you draw? I drew the swing. So that means no responsibility for me at all. Do I don't know why want. I don't know why I'm here now. Well, to promote your podcast, of course. Yeah, yeah, I'm on my own podcast. Because <laughs> I'm here. We're both just promoting our. Podcast. Oh wait, no, I'm here to promote uh, my cats and dogs podcast. Yeah, your cats true. and dogs podcast, of course. It's now so, available it's, on Sonar. That's right. It's so new. I almost forgot. And uh, if uh, Mike, if you're listening, I would love to sit down and have a talk with you about getting this on uh, at least biweekly. So. <laughs> I like how he, your idea would be that Mike would restrict how many times you can release. Like you can't put that many episodes on our network. Man. Of at least. At least. <laughs> wow. Okay. I, I, I know we're all having a laugh here, but let's just consider maybe a one-off episode at least of this podcast. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Now you have to. I'm going to have to now. And like I said, 
hour and 30 minutes it has to be it's gonna be us three getting back together just for that <laughs> mm-hmm. and because there's no guests i won't talk i'll just wait yeah <laughs> <laughs> so it's basically just a live episode for Damien and we're just watching live. Yeah, it's a watch along. Pretty much. Be pre- That's two episodes right there. I do my episode and then you guys do the episode of watching it along. Oh, we're the after yeah. show. You're the after show. Absolutely. The, cat- the after cats and dogs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What comes after them? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Right. And that means that uh, Cody, you drew the narrator. Yeah, I'm going to be leading this story. Mm-hmm. Uh, God help us all. Yeah, we're in trouble. Uh, so for that, we're going to go to canigeta.com for a location, a relationship, or a word. Which would you like to get us started today? Uh, let's do a uh, much like cats and dogs, a relationship. Hmm. Mm. Buggy driver and car owner. Oh, the classics. Buggy. buggy driver. A buggy driver and car owner. All right. <laughs> Seems like uh, like a like a like like a dune buggy kind of thing, or or like old school buggy. I don't know. Like a horse. Oh, like a horse and buggy. Yeah, like car- carriage or something. A, bu- a horse and buggy driver and a car owner. That doesn't seem like a relationship. That seems like two just separate people. Well, I could see them. Yeah. I can see them getting into something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, why would I need a buggy and yeah. a car? <laughs> Your horse pooped on the street and I ran over it. And now my car smells like poop. All right. There's our story. <laughs> now I'm inspired. I mean, you can yeah, maybe. Maybe that's who you guys drove past that was fighting. Maybe that was the fight. Maybe they were just they they were so the only way that they can converse is if they walk. That's why they weren't driving either of their vehicles. Yeah, And that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it is the Motor City. That is true. And uh, a horse is not a motor, but motors do get measured in horsepower. So I don't know who's laughing now. I mean, I've been laughing this whole time. It's supposed to be. I'm not gonna <laughs> <laughs> So the spooky buggy driver and car owner. Yeah. All right. This episode of Spooked is brought to you by BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com/spooked. S p o o k e d to get ten percent off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H e l p dot com slash spooked. Yes. Love is in the air. That's Valentine's right. Day is Va- coming up. Valentine's Day coming up, and it's okay if you don't have a sweetheart this year. Mm-hmm. Have no fear. I know that that weighs on a lot of people, whether they have a Valentine, don't have That's a Valentine. Right. you know. And the stresses of planning Valentine's Day is a lot. It can be a lot for you, and you might need someone to talk to during this time. Self-love is important, and what better way to do that than with our friends at BetterHelp? Exactly. I know that for myself, mm-hmm. I get a lot of uh, stress while uh, doing planning and do- mm-hmm. and putting things together. That really uh, stresses me out. It um, gives me anxiety. It, uh, it makes me kind of just fold up and want to just stay in bed. But it doesn't have to be that way. No, it doesn't. So the people at BetterHelp have people to talk to you about this and talk to me. Yeah. 
And if you're thinking about starting therapy, BetterHelp's a great way to do that. It's entirely online. So even if you are stuck in bed, what great way to start it where you don't have to leave the first few sessions? Exactly. Yeah. Just open up your Open uh, it up laptop. and get it started right there. Yeah. In bed. Perfect. You can still wear your jammies, just as I like it. BetterHelp is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, whatever that schedule may be. Just fill out their brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And, hey, if they don't work out for some reason, you can switch your therapist at any time for no additional charge. Yeah, you're not stuck to a therapist, you know? And and it's all uh, online and everything, so you don't have to have that awkward thing of, like, in person, and then they're just wondering whether you're, they're going to see you again in person, and it's more of a connection. No! Do online. Do BetterHelp. That's right. So don't forget, go to BetterHelp.com slash spooked to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash spooked. Today. Clip, clop, clip, clop. Do you hear that, everyone? It's the horse riding through town. Yes, the local buggy driver would... Go around hoping for customers, but in the Motor City, everybody drives. Hey, Mike, I think I see a customer up ahead. Let's get over there. Maybe we could finally get someone to pay for a ride. What do you think, Mike? Mike? Yeah, uh, yeah, yes, we'll pull. Yeah, pull over. It's worth a shot. At this point, it's worth a shot. Just asking anyone. I know. I just listen. Uh, it's been such a rough day and I, I just want you to give me a bag of feed, uh, uh, you know, and the only way we can afford it is if we get some rides. So come on, let's get some people in a, in the buggy. I am so glad that my horse has business incentive. Because <laughs> That's right. I just got to eat. Honestly, like I have it, I've been defeated. I haven't been inspired at all for this business, so I'm Mike, glad that I have you. You can't let me down. I can't go to the store. They don't let me inside. Yeah, I'll I'll have to sell you if this doesn't Not work. since the time I accidentally shoplifted, they won't let me in. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, I did I, I I I placed that in your in your pouch. What? I've never told you this, but yeah, I, I placed the items in your pouch. Why? Why would you do that, Mike? Uh, road snacks, mixed nuts, seeds, all of that good stuff. I thought we needed it for the road. You got me banned from the store. Well, yeah, I couldn't get banned from the store. You're, you don't even have a credit card. Mike, I I can't believe that you would do this to me. I mean, I thought we were I thought we were pals. Hmm. Listen, Mike, I I think I need some time. Oh, will you unclip me? No, 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 no. But we, Mike, will you unclip me, please? I, I just talked about how you were the one Mike, that was business will you please inspired. I really me? need I, you right I, now. I need some time to think I, about this, okay? But, uh, oh, no, I can't do this on my own. Please well, don't. All right, well, you're going to have to, Mike. I got to go. Uh, um, I got to right. go think about things. Yeah, I'll unclip you. Um, I, I'm sorry. I've been here the whole time um, oh. watching you guys. Could I get a ride to work? What, what do you think? Can we do it? Wait. <laughs> no. Hey, buddy, move that damn cart. Where's your horse, you loser? Hey, lady, you need a ride? Come on in. I got a car. Oh, no. Thank you so much. Hi. Uh, I should, sorry, I should introduce myself. Uh, my name's Jen Ifer. Love. Hewitt. Wow. Jennifer, you know me? Is that, five, is that like five or six names? 
<laughs> at least, yeah. Um, I guess I'm kind of special in that way. Mm. Yeah. And I, sorry, go ahead. That was so rude of me. Of course the people want to talk to me. Please. <laughs> My name is uh, 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 Jeff the Car Guy. And that's a family name? Yeah, it's a family name. My dad okay. was uh, was uh, Doug the Car Guy, and his dad was uh, uh, Hank the Car Guy. It just goes okay. back on and on and on, even before cars. I think that's really cool. Is that a car with one R or two? This is fascinating. Uh, K-A-A-R-E-R. Oh, uh, that, I was thinking that. Yeah, mm. that makes sense. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Mr. Horse, Mr. Horse, you got to come back over here, please. Do you what? see? Do you see her? Does Jennifer love you? We could have a celebrity in here. You got to you got to hitch back in. Yeah, I'm like, I, I just don't know, man. Like I, you, you framed me for shoplifting. You got me banned from the store. And then you didn't tell me about it until now for some reason. And, and, and now you want me to come back just because what? you need something? I mean, that's that's not a very good friend. I think my fear was justified. I was scared that you would leave. And then when I told you, you did leave. So why did you do it in the first place? Well, because I don't we don't have any money. I've, I don't steal snacks. We're going to starve. And if we don't have a customer, I'm going to have to sell you. Don't you understand? Do you know what Jennifer Love Hewitt can do me. for this business? I'm my own horse. No, look, I never wanted to tell you this, but what? I adopted you. Here, check out the papers. What? Sorry, I'm still here. Just wait to see about the ride. Oh. Yeah, I got engine trouble. Sorry. <laughs> oh, good, good, good. This is our chance. Just clip back in. We'll settle this after. We'll take pictures with Jennifer Love Hewitt. Oh, no, sorry. I, I just turned the car off. I <laughs> Silly me. Quick, quick, Mr. Horse. you got to agree to this. Uh, oh, uh, listen, Mr. Carr. I'll tell you what. We'll we'll have a, a race to see who gets to drive Jennifer Love Hewitt to, to work. Oh, my son, and you know what's so crazy? If one of you dies in the race, I know how to call 911. It's a thing. Wait a minute. D dies? Mike, I don't want to die. You're the one that suggested a drag race. I didn't say drag yeah. race. I said race. Drag race. Yeah. I was just going to suggest a pitch. I was just going to say, hey, it's pretty cool to ride in a horse and buggy. I bet you don't get to do that in big city Hollywood. Well, I don't know what people do in Hollywood. I don't know either, but I thought that might have worked. But now we got to drag race this guy. Mike, I don't want you to die. I, I mean, I'm mad at you, but I don't want you to die. Well, if we die, we die together. We? Well, it's going to happen. Probably. I, I'm not going to die. I don't know. OK, let me put on my helmet. And if we do die, we have the ghost whisperer herself here. Right. That's yeah, true. that's true. <laughs> There's no doubt. Uh, you know, for a second, I forgot I did that because, um, you know, working at the 911, it's like I'm here to help people, but maybe they're helping me. Mm. You know? And I think that's where I got my communication skills from talking to people on the other side. I got my communication degree from DeVry. Okay, this guy. Come on now. Yeah, I agree with him, though, a little bit. <laughs> well, what did I do? I thought we were racing. What the hell? Yeah, guys, I do have to get to work. If we can get the race going. Oh, oh there's a flag one, you know. 
Dad, you flagged the race. Okay, Mr. Horse. We have to be ready. All right. When she says go, we have to race. Okay. You so understand? When she says go, we, we race. Yes. All right. So don't don't just sit down. What? Don't just sit down like oh, sometimes you do. But I am tired. No, 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 no. You oh, got it. Sitting down would be really nice right now. Maybe it's just just for a minute, okay? Honestly, guys, I can't hardly wait for this race. All right. Well, uh, let's get to wait. Did, does that mean go? Do we go? No, 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 no. Don't go. Oh, no. let's go. Oh, a couple of cheetahs, huh? I'll catch him. Don't worry, Jennifer. Love you. Let's go. <laughs> She's already in his car. They, and so they race neck and neck. Despite cheating, it is still a horse versus a car. And the horse isn't very good at drifting. <laughs> oh, oh, Mike. I knew we should have got those new tires installed. Yeah, keep going, please. Have heart. Do you want me to pump you with the steroids? You want to pump me? With the steroids. With steroids? Yes. Mike, I, I was going to use them on myself because I thought, why not? Will they make me super cool and buff? Uh, yes. Yeah. They won't they won't have any adverse side effects, will they, Mike? No, 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 no. No. Well, well, I uh, know. Okay. Never mind. Never mind. Stick them in me then, Mike. Let's go. I just kind of feel bad doing it. Why? No reason. What? Oh, oh, my horse muscles. Who is the new hot black guy on the scene? Uh, Mr. Horse. <laughs> no big deal. Whatever. It's cool. If you, I'll say. If you want a ride to work, I'll give you a ride to work. It's cool. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I'll take a ride from anybody. <laughs> Mr. Horse. And people are gonna die, and that's the bottom line. <laughs> Here, let me just let me just flex out of these this harness. <laughs> Hop on, let's get you to work. Mr. Horse unhooks himself, throws Jennifer Love Hewitt on top of him, and the cart with the uh, buggy owner, Mike, uh, spins off and explodes into the side of a road. See, I told you guys someone would die. You were right. Well, well, what can you do? I guess that was the side effect of the steroids. Is that my friend died? At least I'm buff and I got the ride. And a girl. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Wait a minute. Are we are we gonna go on a date now? Is that is that how this works? Let me give you my real phone number. Oh, okay. Thanks. It's 2127. It's just the four numbers. 2127. Okay, I can remember that. Uh, just as the horse puts the uh, fake phone number in one of his pouches, a bunch of uh, snacks with uh, still price tags and uh, those like clips that they put on clothes are still on them. Oh, damn it, Mike. Again. <laughs> Uh, suddenly, the uh, police see the snacks and follow the trail onto the horse. Oh no, it's the cops. We got to get moving. Oh my God. Let me put my box real quick on my cellular phone. Ring, ring. Hey, Doc. It's Jen. Niffer. Love. Chew it. 
Yeah, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Just say it that way next time. Anyways, I'm just kind of, you know, not only am I going to be late for work, but I might have to squeeze in a quick date before I get there. You're the best. Okay, bye. Okay, I'm good. All right. All right. Yeah, I guess we should should pull over for the cops uh, or do we run? I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm not a criminal. Why don't you do what you did last summer and run? Oh, okay. Wait, was that a movie reference? It was. I know what you did last summer. Thank you. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> but wait, am I supposed to run or not? I don't. Well, the confusing thing about all my movie references and show references I keep giving is you're taking them as instructions and I'm taking them as promotion. Right, 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 right. All right. Well, I guess I'll run then. <laughs> And so he runs. The side effects of the uh, steroids is that he can't stop and he keeps running and running. He uh, hits a fisherman and runs him over. The fisherman had a hook on his hand. Doesn't matter. He's dead now. He keeps running and running and running and running. Oh, man, I'm not even getting tired. We're just going so far and so fast and so far and so fast. Are we getting close to your work yet? Oh, man. We just got to keep going, I guess. Okay, it doesn't matter what. It doesn't matter what. I, I, I just got to keep going. I just got to keep running and running and running. It doesn't matter what happens anymore. I mean, Mike, Mike is gone. He died in a fireball. That hey, car. You don't look so good. Your do- eyes look really strung out. No, no. I'm just, I'm just so, so buff that it makes my eyes look uh, strung out now. Are you sure you're okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Why would you say that I'm not fine? I just know drug addiction in animals is real. And I just want you to know you can be yourself and tell me whatever you need. I'm here for you. Oh, really? Wow. I didn't know that I could get addicted to drugs from having steroids once. Yes, just the once. I guess I need to go to horse rehab, huh? Yeah, I mean, it started running from the cops, but now it seems like you're running from yourself. Wow, that's so true. Thank you. The horse's eyes begin to bulge more and more and more. (laughs) Suddenly, he explodes. I always wanted to to go this way. (laughs) Jennifer, love you. It flies through the air. I'm seeing uh, beside her a ghost version of uh, Mike and Mr. Horse uh, just galloping beside her, waving. <laughs> hey, hey, Jen. Niffer. Thanks so much for the ride. We made it to work. All right, we did it, Mike. Crashes through the window and uh, lands on an office chair. 911, how may I direct your call? Here we go again. Spooked. (laughs) That was a scary story. Wow. Wow, guys. You know, you you give me this to love Jennifer Love Hewitt. You're gonna say better. (laughs) I don't know what she sounds like. I don't either. I I think that frankly, I don't want to know. I don't want to know either. I, you know what I mean? What, I guess she's an actress. Who knows what a real voice is? Yeah. Yeah. She's probably been putting on a fake one this whole time. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, a, what a tale. Yeah. She'll have to come on and uh, clear the record, I guess. <laughs> yeah.
Yeah, as soon as you're done with the kids beat recording, you should be here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that was one of the scariest stories I've ever heard. And yeah. I was attacked by a ghost cat. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. And now you've met a ghost horse. So, and <laughs> horses are bigger than cats, therefore more scary. Yeah, and on and on roids, nonetheless. Yeah, a roid horse. Which <laughs> <laughs> great, great loop in there, being like, "Hey, I stuck these drugs on me." <laughs> Person ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, classic horse and buggy. Yeah, it's a long-lived duo, and we know why. Yeah, when um, whenever I'm in Niagara Falls and I see those horse and buggy riders down there, I just I always think how many how many steroids is that driver giving the horse? Yeah, every and, time. And I'm always thinking, is he single? Yeah, that's true. With the horse, so buff. yeah, the horse, so buff. Yeah. <laughs> true, 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 true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I got you. <laughs> And then you just walk into that Burger King with the giant Frankenstein. That's true. I go into the Frankenstein Burger King and they say, give me a monster Whopper. And they're like, we got regular ones. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're coming back hot with that one. We've got regular ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's uh, weird though. Monster Whopper really take off. <laughs> Wait, stop the podcast. We got to pitch this new catchphrase. <laughs> we got regular ones. We got regular ones. I see this all over their ads now. Burger King. We got regular ones. Everyone's like, hey, I'm regular. <laughs> well, I mean, they have so many, like they got the angry whopper. They got the double stack whopper. They got all the big things. Sometimes you just want regular ones. Yeah. You know, for the the regular person. Oh, you don't have to justify it. I was on board from the start. You have me at sometimes. <laughs> That's true. Well, maybe Burger King will come on and uh, clear the record for us. Wow, you're inviting a lot of people. Or maybe you can uh, run an unsolicited ad by them. Yeah, why not? We'll do it. I don't care. Whatever you want. Yeah, it's just be world now. Yeah, it doesn't matter to me. <laughs> well, on that note, we should do some plugs. That's true. Yes. Oh, me? Yeah. <laughs> Check out my podcast on Sonar Network. I'm not sure when this is going to air, but as of March 16th, we have officially launched and uh, just self-esteem party. as simple as that. And uh, my beautiful cartoon face will pop up. And uh, let's party. I have on a new guest every week. And then uh, if you guys want to follow us, we're at Self-Esteem Party on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm at the only Alana Johnson on Instagram and at Alana underscore Johnson on Twitter, where I post about the podcast as well. Amazing. Very nice. And yeah, go to the sonarnetwork.com. You'll get direct links to those uh, social medias under Alana's uh, profile with uh, links to other episodes of other podcasts she's done on the network. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Make sure you check out her podcast. It's a really great time. And we'll be tweeting it all out at Spook Podcast. Yeah, so uh, get out there. Check it out. Why not? May as well, right? Spook. Spook. Spooked. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 